0: And then, and then there were two. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I know Celtics fans on suicide watch right now, but good evening to all my great people out there. Um, I'm not gonna bullshit with the intro. I'm just gonna get right into it. First and foremost, congratulations to the Miami Heat for going to their second finals in what two years, three three years. Their second finals of three years. So salute to them. Um, I actually, been waiting to make this episode the way the series was shaping out. It wasn't looking like, you know, it was – ain't going to lie, man. I've – in my Skip Bayless voice in all my years, Shannon, I've never seen anything quite like him. You know what I know? And I ain't never seen no shit like this. I've never seen a team win three straight games, lose three straight games, and then win the way Miami won, bro. See, that's the frustrating things about teams like Miami and Boston, bro. Like, this was – and this was frustrating, or this was one of the things that was so frustrating about Miami last year, even though they were the number one seed. Um – you know, like their problem was consistency. You know what I'm saying. Just like this year, that like they're the AC, but they're not a typical AC. You know what I'm saying. Sometimes, um, you know, through the Milwaukee series, through the Knicks series, or through early on in this series, or this past Boston Celtics series that they just won, they look more than an AC. You know what I'm saying. They look like a top three seed. You know what I'm saying. Although they're on the AC, you know what I mean. But congratulations to them, man. Um, you know, they are, they do have a daunting task ahead of them, you know what I'm saying? Because they are going against, uh, I mean, against the number one seed in the Denver Nuggets, um, or the number one seed in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets. Um, I just don't see Miami winning that series, bro. I'm I'm sorry, like, I mean, yeah, the underdog story sounds good, but realistically speaking, I just don't see Miami matching the offensive output of Jokic, Jim Murray, and you know, the others for the uh, Nuggets, like Aaron Gordon, who I'm very fond of. I do like Aaron Gordon. That's my favorite player on that team. Um, you know, because when I played basketball, I had a similar role to what Aaron Gordon did. You know, being a defender, being a rebounder, things like that. Score a little bit, but mainly just defensive rebounding and things like that. Um, you know, them having Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., Contavious Caldwell, Pope, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown is another player I'm very fond of as well from the Brooklyn Nets. Um. So, yeah, man, with all that being said, yeah, I, I just don't see Miami matching uh, consistently matching the offensive output of the uh, Denver Nuggets. You know what I mean? Because Jokic is going to be Jokic. He's going to put up crazy-ass 2K numbers. Um, I know I said jokingly in my Instagram story that I can see Jokic, um, you know, averaging like a 45-point triple-double. Um, I was just being a little facetious, um, but I can definitely see Jokic averaging like a thirty-five, forty-point triple-double in this series. I, I really can see it because Bam out of the Bayou, or as Kendrick Perkins will call him, Bam out of the Bayou, is uh, is too undersized, man. Bam is listed at six ninety, maybe he may be a little shorter. Jokic is what seven feet, seven one, something like that, you know, and uh, his you know, the touch that he's able or how he shoots the ball is very similar to how Larry Bird shoots, you know, because you're not blocking Jokic's shot, you know what I mean? Jokic is very crafty. Like, he – and I know a lot of people say, oh, Jokic is not athletic. Well, he doesn't have to be, you know what I'm saying? That's still why he puts up the numbers he does. And it's a reason that Denver – it's a reason that the Nuggets are in their first NBA finals, you know what I'm saying, as a franchise, you know? Um, you know, so, I, I, I mean, I'll give early predictions now, you um, I don't think I don't see that series going no more than five games. Honestly, I hate to say it because, like I said, man, the underdog story sounds good, and people like a, you know, oh, like they took out the number one seed, and Milwaukee beat them in five games, and they had a competitive series against the Knicks. The only reason that Knicks series went five games is 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 because of, um, is because of uh. You know, Jimmy Butler was out game two due to injury. So, realistically speaking, they, they would have beat the Knicks in five games. I um, mean, you know, they, 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 they won a very competitive series. Again, well, it, it, it seemed competitive. Like, if you weren't paying attention to what was going on, you're like, oh, man, Miami won the seven. Must have been a back-of-four series. Hell no. Miami won the first three. Boston won the next three. And then Miami became a big tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just think that it's the inconsistencies of the heat their lack of size. Now they are a hell of a defensive team. I do give them that, but I mean, I just, uh, um, you know, like I said, man, I just think that the uh, he offensively, I don't see them matching the offensive output of uh, of Denver. You know, because let's just say, <clears throat> let's just say, Jokic is Jokic and Jamal Murray, um, and I'm glad he's getting his credit too. Um, You know, Jamal Murray, uh, you know, he comes up big. He puts up 30-plus points consistency or consistently. Like, he's very capable of doing. You got Aaron Gordon pitching in, Michael Porter Jr., Bruce Brown. um, Who am I forgetting? Catavius Caldwell-Pope, guys like that. Um, You know what I mean? So, yeah, I I, I mean, I, I do like Denver as a better overall team than Miami. I mean Jimmy Butler he does have a habit of coming up big one game and disappearing the very next game. So like I said Jimmy Butler he's not going to have time to um he's not going to have time to slack off. He's not going to have time to um you know kind of be inconsistent, you know, cuz 20 25 points isn't going to beat the Denver Nuggets, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, Jokic is capable of averaging, averaging a 40-point triple-double just by himself, and that's not counting Jamal Murray and the others for the Nuggets like I just mentioned, you know. So, like I say, man, I, I don't see that Nuggets series going no long, no more than five games. Um, I think Denver wins relatively convincingly. Um you no, know, I, I think it'll be similar to how the Lakers series was. It'll be competitive as far as, you know, how close the games are but you know overall I, I don't see Miami I don't I don't see this series going on more than five games man people can call me a hater for that but I mean realistically speaking I keep calling me a hater when Denver is really the better team you know they they they're I mean Denver's gonna have the best player in the series um you know, and and just from a team perspective, I'm I'm like okay, yeah, like yeah, the Heat have Gabe Vincent, have Caleb Martin, but do you really consistently, like, do you really okay? Let's just say, the sake of the for the sake of the conversation, let's just say that Jimmy Butler disappears one game, or he comes up big one game and he doesn't have any contributions from his others. You know what I'm saying? So are you gonna tell me that Gabe Martin and uh, I'm sorry, Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin are gonna match uh, kid Jim? Okay, let's just say for the sake of the conversation that Jokic and Jimmy, let's just say Jokic puts up 35, 40 points plus, you know what I'm saying, and Jimmy is expected to put up 35, 40 plus points, you know what I'm saying, and then he's going to have to guard, like, you know, Jamal Murray. Like, yeah, they're not going to have Jimmy primarily on on Jamal Murray just for the simple fact they're going to need Jimmy on the offensive end as well. But – you know, so so Jamal Murray, just from a defensive standpoint, he's definitely going to get different looks. But I mean, if you're asking Jimmy Butler to guard the best perimeter player for the Nuggets and then give you 35, 40 points, because that's what it's going to take to be competitive with the Nuggets. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just to match Jokic. You know what I'm saying? That's what like that's what Jimmy is going to need to uh, you know, to match like that that point output. From, you know that that Jokic has or that Jokic is gonna put forth, you know what I mean? And like I say, man, the Nuggets have been off for over a week. They're well rested. Um, I think the final start Thursday, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong about that. But, you know, the Denver Nuggets are well rested. They have a game plan. Um, you know, Miami they Miami makes things tougher than they have to be and like I said, Miami is inconsistent. So <clears throat> so I just think that um You know, so in my opinion, I just think that the Denver Nuggets, especially with the high IQ, because they are a high IQ basketball team, like I said, with a player like Aaron Gordon and, you know, the others that they have, um, you know, Jokic, of course, and their coach Mike Malone. um, You know, I I, I mean, I do think that the the Nuggets win relatively convincingly. So I'm going to say five games, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a sweep, to be honest with you, because, I mean, the Nuggets is, I mean, it's just their year, man. You know what I mean? They went through the Timberwolves um, relatively convincingly. I think they beat them in five games. They had a competitive series with the Phoenix Suns, beat them in six, swept the Lakers, and now they're here in the finals. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, I do think that it's Jokic's in the Denver Nuggets year. And, um, yeah, man, so like I said, five games at the most, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a sweep going Denver's way. Um so, yeah, man, Um yeah, so as far as what I really wanted to say, because I said this on my Celtics need to clean house podcast, because uh, I think I made that podcast game six or was it game five when the Celtics went down 3-2 to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. That's when I released that episode. Something told me and something told me to wait. But, you know, I just wanted to get my point out there and kind of I don't want to say be ahead of the curve. But, you know, just wanted to get my, you know, get my point across. Um, You know, I I mean, in my opinion, I think the Celtics, well, I said this in that episode that the Celtics need to clean house. And I still stand by that. Although they won against the Philadelphia 76ers and they took Miami to game seven after being down 3-0. Or being down 0-3, I'm sorry. Um, You know, I just think that the Celtics just, it's time for a new look, you know, because they have too many of the same players and down and down the stretch, who's their number one go-to guy? Sometimes it's Jason Tatum, sometimes it's Jalen Brown, sometimes it's Marcus Smart, sometimes it's Derek White, sometimes it's Malcolm Brogdon, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have a definitive go-to guy, you know what I'm saying? And like I say, like, they don't they don't, and, and I was just having a conversation with my uncle, salute to him, you know what I'm saying? Because my uncle is a Heat fan, like, I mean, a He fan, before they even drafted Dwayne Wade, you know, I'm saying so. My uncle is a is a uh, real Heat fan, so I was talking to him. So I was talking to him, and um, you know, and I said, and he was like, "Yeah, man, like today's well, well." And and I told my uncle that today's NBA players, they abandoned the mid-range game. I forgot what YouTube channel I was watching, and I hate that I forgot which one I watched because I do like to give credit where it's due because the this this content creator said it, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. And he said today's NBA players, like they abandoned the mid range game, they um they like they abandoned having a post up game, being able to play with their back to the basket, everybody just wants to shoot threes and be like Steph Curry, but I'm like, Well, it's only one fucking Steph Curry <laughs> You know what I mean? So everybody can't be Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and the Golden State Warriors, you know. I mean nothing is wrong with you know, having a mid-range game because the mid-range game, like like my uncle, you know, broke down to me. And when he taught me the game of basketball, he always taught me how to be a triple threat on the offensive of him. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that you have a, you know, you can shoot the three ball. You can have a mid-range game. You can go to the basket. You know what I'm saying? But you got to have a go-to move. And, you know, that's what Quarman Brown was saying about LeBron. He doesn't have a definitive go-to move and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah, so we talked about Jason Tatum. And I said, and then that's when I said that, you know, today's NBA players, they abandon having a mid-range game. Everybody wants to shoot threes and dunk because it's, quote-unquote, appealing to the crowd. But I'm like... I mean, realistically speaking, you know. I mean, if your three—I mean, if you can't get to the basket and your three-point shot isn't falling, then you're basically a liability. You know what I'm saying? Because teams, especially in the playoffs, like it's not like the regular season when one day you may play a different Nuggets, then the next you may play Milwaukee, and then you're in New York, and then Miami, and then Los Angeles, then Washington, then Chicago. You know, so you have time to hone in and focus on one team, the physicality. The physicality aspect is hiding more in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And teams, um, you know, can come up with a better scheme to, you know, stop you. So let's just say if, if you're a three point shooting team, so let's just say if you're a, a three point shooting team and, um, you know, when your three point shot is a falling and you live and die by the three, i.e. the the uh the Houston Rockets when they miss twenty seven threes in a row, I'm like, How the fuck do you miss twenty seven threes in a row? Like after the second one, I'm like, I right, fuck this shit, I'm going to the rack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm I'm like I'm like I'm going to the rack, drawing foul drawing fouls, getting to the free throw line, you know what I'm saying? Just, just that's just having that mindset. Like Jordan, Kobe, you know, in uh, peace to great Kobe Bryant, you know, players like that. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, but how that about the Celtics? Um, yeah, I mean, I do think that, you know, it's time for the Celtics to clean house. Um, you know, they have two many of the same players. And which player do I see leaving? I don't know everybody's contact, contract situation on the Celtics. But, I mean, I, I, mean, I definitely can't see Jalen Brown leaving. You know what I mean? Especially if he's offered the bad, quote-unquote. I can definitely see Jalen Brown leaving because – Jalen Brown can view himself I don't know how Jalen Brown views himself personally but on the outside looking in it's like well you can do the same thing Jason Tatum does um, you know some like you're definitely more aggressive um, you know yeah like both of y'all are inconsistent but you're definitely more aggressive like you assert yourself and make your presence known more than Jason Tatum you know what I mean and you can look at it like I can do the same thing Jason Tatum does if not better you know what I'm saying? And maybe you want to go to your own team to, you know, prove your worth as a true number one option and things like that. You know what I'm saying? I know I, I mean I know I brought up Houston. I don't know if Jalen Brown will be willing to do that or but I'm pretty sure Jalen Brown's a young player. He's under thirty, he's a hell of a defender. Um you know, so I'm I'm so I mean I'm pretty sure teams will definitely throw like throw the bag at him, so to say. And rightfully so, like I said, Jalen Brown is a hell of a young player. Um, Boston is is uh, set on Jason on uh, Jason Tatum. Not saying that's that's a detriment to them or they're in the wrong for doing that, but they, I mean, that they, they like the Celtics believe that Jason Tatum is their number one option. You know what I'm saying? And for all intents of purpose, and for all intents of purposes, I mean, they're not wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because between the two, I mean, J- Jason Tatum has had bigger games, quote unquote, on paper, but. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like I said, man, maybe Jalen Brown just needs a fresh start because he did look disengaged in series. You know, like Jalen Brown did look like typical Jalen Brown. You know what I'm saying? He he did look disinterested. He did look disengaged. Um, his body language, lot did say that, like, I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here and get the series over with, <laughs> truth be told. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, I definitely do see Jalen Brown leaving. Um, and like I mentioned before, the reason that I feel like the Celtics fell short again this year was because they got rid of Email Doka. You know what I mean? And for y'all that know me know I'm I'm very high on Email Doka as a coach. Um when when this season starts well when the next season starts, this will be his second year coaching, you because know, he was suspended all this year by the Boston Celtics on some on some bullshit. Not defending what E did, but you know, since I'm on my podcast now and I can't be flagged from a podcast. <laughs> fuck Instagram. Not saying I got flagged, but you know what I mean. I have the, the you know I have more leeway to say what I really want to say without, uh you know potentially getting flagged and you know shit like that. But the uh, but you know I just think the Celtics dropped the ball with how they handled that whole email doker situation. Not defending what he did, but realistically speaking, I mean it's corporate America. If you have two people of the opposite sex working with each other, I mean feelings and feelings are going to get involved whether they be by one or both parties you know what I'm saying I mean yeah if you have a man and a woman working together for so long especially for something that's demanding like basketball especially if you're a head coach like you're the like you're a head coach of a professional team not only any professional team you're the head coach of the Boston Celtics one of the most historic franchises damn, just basketball and sports period, you know what I'm saying? You got the Boston Celtics, just the Lakers, the Yankees, teams like that, you know, so you're the head coach of that, so it's a lot of time, time and time, and I'm, and I'm going to stress the word time. It's a lot of time that goes into it. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of preparation. It's a lot of planning. It's a lot of hours away from home. It's a lot of long nights, nice early mornings, you know, things like that. You got to come up with a game plan. So, I mean, excuse my language, but you fuck who you're around. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I say, man, I mean, I'm not defending what he may did, but I mean, realistically speaking, I mean, that type of thing happens more times than not. Like I said, especially in the space of corporate America, we say that thing on a daily. We've all... Well, I don't wanna speak for everybody, but I'm pretty sure like a lot of us we've seen people fucking with each other at work. I don't mean we've actually said well hell, even we we hell, who knows? Some of us may have seen people actually have sex with each other, but you know what I'm saying? Body language and energy does not lie. You know, two people can say like, oh, like like oh, like no, we don't like no, we didn't do anything with each other. But like I said, man, body language and energy does not lie. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, not defending what you may did, but I mean, Boston did kind of shoot themselves in the foot. They got arrogant. I'm like, well, before Email Doka, y'all had Brad Stevens for all those years and he never took y'all to the finals. Y'all, you know, kept falling up short in the conference finals or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, no, but E he got y'all to the finals his first year coaching. Not only did he get y'all to the finals, y'all were up two games to one. And the problem is y'all ran into um y'all ran into the second grade. The second greatest park guard of all time, in my opinion, is Stephen Curry. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were having a fucking bakery. I thought they were opening a bakery while all them down turnovers they were doing. I'm like, God damn. Didn't Jason Tatum have the most turnovers in the playoff, like in a playoff series? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, in a playoff um, run in history last year? You know what I'm saying? So, all of all of that necessarily wasn't on e He I mean, he deserves some blame, but, you know, all of it just wasn't on e So, the Celtics got cocky and arrogant because they look at it like, well, we have a young team. Well, we have a young Celtics team. We can just put any coach here and be successful. No, you can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, outside of Doc Rivers, what have y'all done? I mean, the last time y'all were in the well, I take that back because y'all were in the finals last year but the last time y'all won the finals actually what I was going to say was previous to last year the last time or prior to last year the last time y'all Boston Celtics were in the finals was what 2010 and that's well over a decade and the last time y'all won the finals was in 2008 you know what I'm saying so it's like well obviously y'all's coaching tree isn't as isn't as uh, prestigious as y'all are trying to make it out to be you know what I'm saying Um, like I said y'all got arrogant um you know self dismanagement management y'all got arrogant i mean i think it was a different way they could have handled the email docker situation if they wanted to suspend him that's fine um but like i say man and salute to Mr. Stephen A Smith, cuz he was the only analyst i heard say this during the time when the news broke of email docker you know getting fired indefinitely well being suspended indefinitely we know that's term for firing i'm like shitty i'm like shit he going to get fired eventually and lo and behold, that's what happened. And Joe Mazzula was appointed to the head coach. Um, let's not to discredit Joe Mazzula, but, I mean, Ime Udoka being defensive-minded and he actually had, um, you know, he actually had the voice of the team or the team actually listened to Emei. I don't think this year's team listened to Joe Mazzullo like that. You know what I'm saying? And it showed in press conferences and by their body language, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, they were still a good team, but they looked different um this year than they did last year, you know what I'm saying? Like they look more assertive last year even when they were down three um you know two games to uh to the Milwaukee Bucks last year, you know what I'm saying? They they still, you know, eat like eat like Eme damn, Eme Udoka's coaching. I'm sorry y'all, I had a Shannon of moment. moment, clank 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 clank, clank. but Eme Udoka's coaching um you know led them to you know overcoming the Milwaukee Bucks last year and you know and then eventually overcome the Miami Heat last year, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, advanced to the NBA Finals. So, so with all that being said, yeah, I just think, like I said, man, I just think the Celtics organization, you know, they really shot themselves in the foot by letting Ime go. Like I said, if they wanted to suspend him. And they, they didn't have to, you know, I don't like the way they handled it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like the way that the Boston Sound that the Boston Celtics handled that situation. Um, like I said, if they wanted to suspend him, and not go into detail about it, that's fine. Like just because you all are a, a public, well, you all are a private entity in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't have to release any and every little bit of information to the public. Y'all could have said, "Head coach email doka is suspended for however long y'all chose to suspend him for." details will not be given out during this time cool you know what i'm saying he could have just left it at that you know what i'm saying because if, if i'm an owner my goal is winning and he may put us in the best position to win last year but like i said turnovers killed boston last year you know what i'm saying turnovers and and, and uh executing down the stretch and that's not all on email so if i'm an owner i'm looking at it like well shit this um i mean this guy did take us to the finals his first year coaching and not only that, we had a two two to one lead over Golden State. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know. If Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum cut back on their turnovers and executed better down the stretch, we possibly could be having a different conversation. Maybe Boston, and I don't like to do the ifs and whatnot, but maybe Boston wins that series last year if they cut down on their turnovers. Because if you give any team, especially a team like the Golden State Warriors, more cracks at you, whether that be you know you getting out rebounded by them, but you turning the ball over more than them, they're going to beat you, you know what I'm saying? Any team, especially like the, like the upper teams, like the Golden States and teams like that. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm an owner and I, and if I'm giving out all this money because I saw a report, we all saw it that, you know, if the, if the Celtics chose to re-sign both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown or offer them new contracts or whatever the case may be, that'll be over $600 million between the two of them. And if I'm an owner, I'm like, well, why would I give out over $600 million just to two players if I haven't won a championship in 15 years? That's damn near two decades, you know what I'm saying? That's a full decade and half a decade, you know what I'm saying? So, I, so if I'm an owner and people don't really understand like how owners and these teams think, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we like, yeah, we can say it's a lot of money to be made in basketball and, and professional sports. True. But the more money is to be made, you know, cause those players are those owners investments, you know what I'm saying? And when you invest into something, you're going to want their return on your investment. So if you're giving out hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of million dollars, like it's nothing, um, I mean, you're going to want their return on that investment relatively quickly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's just be honest. And I know Kevin Garnett and uh, Tony Allen salute to them. They, they, they talked about the firing of Doc Rivers um, on KG's podcast. And, you know, that he and, and Kevin Garnett said that he felt like or he feels like owners want instantaneous or they want the, you know, instant success and things like that. But I'm like, KG, you got to look at it. I mean, the money is a lot different now than when y'all were playing. You know, when y'all stopped playing, I mean, when y'all retire or like when y'all were in y'all's heyday, the money is a lot, lot different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even these rookie contracts are crazy. You know what I'm saying? John Morant hasn't even been in the league to use him as an example um before he did that dumb shit he did um john Morant was still in his rookie contract i think and he was eligible to get 231 million dollars on his rookie fucking contract that's not counting endorsements and other business ventures he's into and things like that of course he shot himself in the foot no pun intended (laughs) but you know what i'm saying um Yeah, so the money is a lot different. So if the money is different, expectations are going to be different as well. You know, the more money that's being poured into these players and these contracts and things like that, it's like, okay, well, we'll give you all the money, but we're going to want the return on the investment, which are what? Championships. You know what I'm saying? Of course, owners want to sell tickets and appeal to fans and sell a lot of merchandise, things like that. Of course, it's a business, but you know what I'm saying? They're definitely going to want their championships as well. You know, so I just think the Celtics really shot themselves in the foot by letting E May go. I'ma keep saying it. Um I don't feel sorry for Boston not one bit. Kinda glad they lost. Um like I said, going into the series and like I said, you can go back and listen to my uh Celtics Need to Clean House episode. Or whichever episode that was before the Miami series started. I said the heat and seven. Um I didn't think it would happen like this, but you know, your boy was right. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So, like I said, I just think that the Celtics shot themselves in the foot, letting e go. Um, you know, and it just shows that just because you have good players, good players need a coach, too. You know what I'm saying? Just because you have Michael Jordan, you know, I mean, it, it, it took Phil Jackson to. Uh, I mean, it it took Phil Jackson to get the Bulls over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, because he had Doug Collins and I think Paul Silas was a coach for a year, too, if I remember correctly. Someone can um, correct me on that if I'm wrong. But, you know, so it took Phil Jackson coming into, uh, you know, uh, coaching the Chicago Bulls to, you know, get the best out of Michael Jordan, build a system around Michael Jordan, and turn them into the dynastic team that we know them to be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Just because you have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, uh, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, just because you have Al Horford, just because you have these good players, that don't mean that you're automatically going to win a championship or get back to the finals, you know what I'm saying, because you need the coaching, you know what I mean, because at the end of the the day, especially this time of year, it comes down to coaching, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I mean, like I said, I give all the credit in the world to E-Mate, but, I mean, down the stretch in the finals, he got out-coached. I mean, it's just, it's just me calling the spade a spade, and me being objective. You know, so like I said, man, ourselves just need to clean house. um... Like I say, these owners, man, they're not going to keep giving out these hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars without their return that they want back. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm an owner, it it makes perfect sense. People can say, oh, they have to be patient. Well, if you're giving out hundreds of millions of dollars, you don't have time to be patient. <laughs> I mean, it's just me being real. Let's just be honest, man. Like The more money that you pour into something, you're going to want that return faster. Uh, and I don't care what business you're in or whatever you do for a living, but- I mean, the more money you pour into something, you're going to want their return back, and you're going to want their return back relatively quickly. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I think I've talked for long enough. Um, yeah, man, I think I've talked for long enough. Um, I think it was something else I wanted to say, too. Well, yeah, I'll say it since I never um, really talked about the mail docker situation fully. I know Neil Long... She was upset and a lot of people were bitter that E may got another coaching job relatively quickly. But I'm like, well, I mean, y'all can be in y'all feelings about what happened, not excusing what he did. And like I have said in my Instagram story a little while ago, and like I've said before, y'all don't know how Neil Long is as a person. We only see Neil Long, natures from Love Jones and Are We There Yet? And, you know, any of these movies that she's been in, you know what I'm saying? Friday, and you know, we keep naming movies, you know what I'm saying? so yeah man so we just see Nia along the actress we see her in movies and pictures and things like that and we like oh man like she's such an attractive woman which she is in my opinion I know she's still well although she's in her 50s or past 50s she's still attractive you know what I'm saying but that doesn't excuse or just because she's an attractive woman who happens to be a public figure that doesn't mean that she's above the bullshit that Non-public figures go through two or in, and are capable of. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that. You know what I mean? Um. Um. But yeah, man. Uh. Like I was saying, though. Um. Yeah. So we don't know how near Long he is as a person. We don't know if she's controlling or she's vindictive or you know we like we don't notice her flaws you know what i'm saying just because he's a public figure and a lot of people think she's attractive and i think Neil long attractive i'm not gonna sit here and say oh Neil long bro Neil long look good okay <laughs> i'm just be real with you but i just think that a lot of people focus on not get caught up in the image instead of realizing that these are people just like you these people may have more money than you they may be more famous quote-unquote or more known than you or whatever the case may be but these are still people too at the end of the day and the same shit that we experience on the daily the same bullshit they go through at a at a at a more higher level you know what i'm saying and they're more capable of more bullshit just like we are you know what i'm saying so like i said i'm not defending email just being honest you know what i mean but Yeah, man, I said what I had to say. Uh, We're on that Celtics pack tonight. Celtics fans, y'all on suicide watch. Y'all be at. Shit. Well, y'all can't get email back because you're fucked up. But you be at.